Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. we got to bring in our guy, Ross Tucker, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check it out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. And uh, also check out MyFrontPageStory.com because it's one of the coolest things that uh, we've talked about all year, and we continue to give Ross a lot of love there. Um, Ross Tucker, I know you called the Texans game. A lot of people went into this contest, and I just saw the numbers, like the, the viewing numbers, off the charts for the NFL with the Ravens and Texans. But people went into this game, and they said, hey, can C.J. Stroud make plays? Are the Texans ready for this moment? Obviously, Ross, they were not. The Ravens were superior in every way, but Lamar Jackson was just incredible. He was, and I'll say this, even though it sounds weird because they didn't score an offensive touchdown, I still came away from the game really impressed by C.J. Stroud. I mean, really impressed. He was not sacked the entire game, and a lot of that was just him getting rid of the ball quickly or him buying himself some more time. He's definitely more mobile than I realized he was, and I think you guys saw that when he played in uh, the Peach Bowl against Georgia, I, I was just impressed by Stroud. Really, I mean, he, he threw some amazing balls. There were a couple drops, but he's the real deal. And then speaking of the real deal, yeah, man, it's interesting because it was 10-10 at halftime. And there were some, uh, definitely some nervous faces <laughs> and some anxiety. You know, at halftime when you want to get something to eat or go to the bathroom, you see some of the Ravens people in the Ravens organization, they haven't had a lot of playoff success recently and certainly not with Lamar. And you could tell they were a little bit nervous. And then the second half, they just totally took over. I mean, 24-10 in the second, 24 nothing in the second half. And they scored touchdowns, I think, on their first three drives. And watching him, I'm really impressed by Todd Munkin and Munkin's offense and some of the play calling because in the first half, the Texans were getting the Ravens with the blitz, right? Like the Ravens didn't seem to have a great answer for the blitz. Second half, bang, Lamar getting rid of the ball quickly. They had an answer every time the Texans would blitz. They had some fantastic fourth down, like Lamar Jackson naked bootleg and and a goal line touchdown, Lamar Jackson naked bootleg. Really, really impressed by Munkin and the changes he made at halftime to allow the Ravens to pull away. Yeah, we love the balanced attack. We like to run the football. In fact, if anything, Ross, we thought we didn't run the football enough at times here in Atlanta. They rushed 42 ties for 229 yards, and obviously that's the balance they're looking for. So I guess the next question is, can they do the same, do likewise against the Chiefs next Sunday? Well, you would think they'd be able to, right, on, on a couple different levels. Number one, I, I thought the Bills' offensive line dominated that game yesterday for the most part. And that's the thing that has to be so disheartening for the Bills. I mean, the offensive line played really well. They ran the ball effectively. I thought they controlled the action. Josh Allen, I'm not going to say he was perfect, but 
Josh Allen played really well. I mean, he was uh, at the top of his game. There were three drops. I know at the end of the game, people say, well, he should have thrown the ball down to Stephon Diggs. Well, I mean, if he doesn't get hit by the left tackle, probably a touchdown to Shakir. I mean, we've seen him throw that ball a million times, probably a touchdown. And so, and third down, he should have thrown the check down, but the guy wasn't going to get the first down. So I understand why he tried to buy some time and see if he could find something to get the first down. But if the Bills were able to run it on the Chiefs like that, right. I would imagine the Ravens would be able to run it on the Chiefs like that. So that that's certainly going to be the primary focus for the Chiefs. They can't allow the Ravens to just run them over. But the way Lamar runs the ball, it is such an advantage. It's such a gift. And really watching those games the, the last two days, it, now you know why every college – coach wants a quarterback that can run i mean it's just such a luxury to have quarterbacks that can run as effectively as guys like lamar jackson and josh allen we're talking with our buddy ross tucker here about all things that happened over the weekend in the nfl and what we are looking forward to with the afc and nfc championship games coming up this weekend what about the lion story what impresses you the most about the lion story this season um well, I guess everything, but in particular, um, you know, they could it could have been like, okay, it's a good story. We won the division for the first time in 30 years. We got to the playoffs, but then fell short. Okay, but it was a good step. They've still won two close games, you know, and and they've done and they've won those two games without having really any playoff pedigree obviously or anything like that you know that's a, that was a good Rams team they beat and I was there that first Sunday night that was an incredible atmosphere yesterday looked like it was awesome as well I'm so happy for those for those people I saw somebody say this on social media and I would agree it's the least away team fans I think I've ever seen in the game for both those games I mean there might have been like two Rams fans, two. <laughs> there was these two guys right. in the front row. That that was about all that I saw, and I, I didn't really see any Bucks fans in the stands this last time. That's why I said, and all these Niners people are like, "Yo, oh, we'll see." I don't think Santa Clara, where the Niners play, I, I don't know if they know what they're ready for. I mean, these are people that literally are looking at this as a once in a lifetime experience because it is. And the Niners have played in a lot of playoff games recently, so there's people who are like, yeah, yeah, we can go. But I think the Lions fans are going to gobble up a lot of that tic- those tickets, and I would expect there to be a bunch of them out there in, in Santa Clara. Um, and, and I think they've been able to overcome a bunch of different injuries throughout the year. Even yesterday, they lose their left guard, Jonah Jackson. So I think the biggest thing is it wasn't just, hey, we took a step this year. They took a major step, and they're not done. They're not done stepping, and they got two <laughs> playoff wins against two hot quarterbacks with good receivers. Despite the fact that corners are clearly the worst position on their team and a clear liability. 
Yeah, they've given up a lot. Of, we were just looking at the numbers last segment, Ross. They're, they're giving up like, like tw- almost 23 points a game compared to the other teams that are in the top three as far as points allowed. Ross Tucker's with us, guys, here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Just big picture. I'm going to talk about Green Bay and San Fran in a second. You just talked about uh, what you saw with uh, Michael McDonald. He's the D.C., obviously connections to Michigan up there. And then Ben Johnson doing an amazing job with Jameer Gibbs. Which one of those guys do you think is going to be a better head coach? Because they're all in the cycle. We're talking to both of these guys. Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I don't – I don't really know how I would be able to answer that without being around them more or knowing them more. What I would tell you is they are both fantastic at their current jobs, right? Fantastic, which I always think is a pretty good place to start. But I think it's a very strong argument that Ben Johnson's the best offensive coordinator in the league and Mike McDonald's the best defensive coordinator in the league. Plus, they're both in that strike zone, what are they both, like late 30s, maybe early 40s, Mm. right where you'd want them to be from an age standpoint. Uh, I have spoken to Mike McDonald and enjoyed it. I've never spoken with Ben Johnson, so I can't really speak to that. I will say, during the Lions game a couple weeks ago, I'm impressed by, you know, it's interesting that he's having this much success. His, His coaching staff, they're like all former players. I mean, I'm on the field talking with Mark Brunel, who's the quarterback coach, and Antoine randall who coaches wide receivers. I was teammates with both those guys. Steve Hyden, the tight end coach, I was teammates with him. That's what happens, by the way, when you get fired a lot and cut a lot. You, you play <laughs> a bunch of teams and you play your teammates a bunch of guys. But Steve Hyden's their tight end coach, and Hank Braley's the offensive line coach. They were actually all making fun of me that I was teammates with all of them. Actually, I wasn't teammates with Hank. I got cut because the team I was on traded for Hank. So we always laugh at that, but um, the fact that Ben Johnson's been able to, you know, be sort of the guy with all these former NFL players around him, I think is is pretty impressive. And I do think I'd rather have the offensive guy than the defensive guy because if you bring in Mike McDonald and he has an offensive coordinator who has success, that guy's going to get a head coaching job somewhere else, right? I think mm-hmm. ideally – you get a Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel type where they're the head coach and the offensive play caller so that no matter how much success you have on offense, they're not going anywhere because they're the head coach. Yeah, it's a great point. And by the way, uh, we just got word Anthony Weaver, who is the Ravens assistant head coach, has uh, been requested for a second interview with the Falcons and Mike McDonald, who, you you just, who you're just speaking I mean, about. I mean, has anybody not? They are really being thorough, which I think is great. I'm just uh, I'm amazed how many people I've seen get one interview with the Falcons and then be lined up for a second. I like it. I like the process. I like that they're taking their time. I like that guys are getting second interviews. Uh, I mean, it sounded like before that it was, a, you know, everybody's thinking Belichick, Belichick, and maybe it still is, but they're at least making sure – that if they do choose Belichick, it's not because they didn't leave no stone unturned. It's not because they didn't talk to the other guys. What feedback are you guys getting from your listeners and the people in Atlanta about the potential for Belichick? Is everybody on board with it? Are they no. against it? What are you hearing? No, I mean, it's 70-30 against it. A lot of guys, like, we like Harbaugh. We like Vrabel. We like some of those young assistants we just talked about. We just the perception is Belichick at age 72. It's just, it, Ross, it's just not the same thing. Ten years ago, hell yeah. But you know, especially with the way his assistants have been devalued with their post uh, post patriot experience too. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So even you guys, even Atlanta, is 30% in favor, 70% against. Correct. Uh, best, Carl, best guess. As far as, cause I, I know, agree. And we're driving the bus anti-Belichick on this program, Ross. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, the thing about him having played for him in New England in 05 and 06 that I am curious about is he's like 100% negative reinforcement. And I had Jason McCourty on my show recently, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, because Jason just recorded, uh, just retired. I said, do you think that can still work with guys? You know, do you think like these these young guys that were born in the 2000s that – negative reinforcement still works. And, and he said, yeah, he said, you know, I always felt like when we would go into the locker room after the meetings where it would just be like making fun of guys or talking about the worst plays, that we would either laugh at the stuff Belichick said to other guys and that it was kind of something that brought us together, which I never considered before, that the negative reinforcement from Belichick was a way in which it could bring the teammates together, sort of like, bonding against him, which I had never really heard, but maybe that's part of the reason why he does it. But it's it's like the polar opposite of what it seems like Pete Carroll is. No doubt. Ross, it's going to be interesting to see where this all goes. We always appreciate you stopping by. And, again, make sure you check out Ross Tucker, uh, the podcast, which is great, but also make sure you check out myfrontpagestory.com. Uh, best gift ever. Ross, thanks again, man, for joining us as always. Take care, my friend. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Valentine's Day will be here before you know it. So go to myfrontpagestory.com. Best Valentine's Day gift you could ever get her. Thanks, dude. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t